I'm Will and this is Aiden. We're here to talk to you about the government in the 1920s. In the first section of this podcast, we will be talking about a rising candidate, Warren Harding, and how he is campaigning for rejection of Wilsonian idealism and got the nation's support for it. Harding is planning on returning to laissez-faire policies, mostly to support business and activism. Spending has decreased from $18 billion to $3 billion, and Harding reduced government regulation of business and taxes, which helped economic growth and prosperity. Harding depended on others who were friends that weren't wise and were not trusted, such as Charles Forbes, who wasted $70,000 recently on floor cleaner. His Secretary of Interior, Albert Fall, transferred oil reserves illegally, leading to the Teapot Dome scandal. Or scandal. Um, due to this event, citizens lost trust in the federal government and also the people included in the executive branch. We have just received reports that Warren Harding, our current president, has died of a heart attack on the way home from Alaska on a speaking tour. And his vice president, Calvin Coolidge, has now been appointed to president. We will now go to Will on what has happened now that Coolidge is our president. After the death of President Harding, Calvin was sworn in almost immediately. He's a soft-spoken man who supports big business. Some problems still remained, however. Farmers struggled to keep their land, and many labor unions were demanded higher wages and better working conditions. Also, African Americans faced severe discrimination, especially in the South, where Jim Crow laws made enforced segregation a way of life. The world is changing around us, and America is one of the few, if not the only, to come out of the war strong, confident, and prosperous. We are continuously trying to avoid another arms race. A gathering has just taken place in Washington, D.C. to break the arms race, or an arms race, before it got out of control. This was called the Washington Naval Disarmament Conference. It increased hopes for resolution without war. 62 nations have now ratified the Kellogg-Briand Pact, which has been reported useless as it refused to join the world court. Recent callings for reparations threatened international economy, so the Dawes plan was financed by the U.S. recently to repay debts. But the stock market crash of 1929 damaged U.S. reputation because of an end to reparations, leading to the more flexible approach to war loans that would occur in the next war. Thank you for tuning in to Aiden and Will's podcast, episode two, subtitle, Government in the 1920s.